Good afternoon, everybody. It's me, Phil, the Issues Guy, with this week's Issues Program. I'm back live. And maybe if I wasn't off last week and didn't do a pre-recorded sort of podcast type thing, I'd probably have taken this week off too. As some of you might already be able to hear as I get this weird sort of thing in my ears from my awful voice. <laughs> there I go. Much better. I have a little bit of laryngitis today. A little bit of a little in my throat. And also, I'm watching some bad bandwidth. So if you're listening to this live right now, be prepared. It might disconnect, but the whole podcast will be available on iTunes. I apologize if I have any sort of technical difficulties as it goes today. Internet has been sketchy the last couple of days. Some of you that are listening from out of town have sent me some emails. Yes, I am from the Boston area, and I've been dealing with... Uh, a lot of stuff. A good friend of mine from the Boston Bass Brigade's parents were in there and, and they suffered some injuries that they're recovering from. It has been a horrible, you know, thing since Monday in Boston. And then what's happened with uh, in Texas today as well with the doesn't seem like a terrorist type thing, but a, a natural occurrence and more people die. It's It just seems like one of those weeks where every time you turn on the radio or the news or anything, there's some horrible shit going on. And I feel really bad, and I could sit here and talk about it. I've been talking about it a lot over the last couple of days, and it's and it has been getting me a little bit emotional, as I'm sure many of you, whether you're from Boston or not from Boston, it's been kind of hitting you where your heartstrings. A friggin' eight-year-old kid. I mean, it's just it's nonsense. It's nonsense when uh, someone that young passes. It's it's just especially in a situation that didn't have to happen. And I'm not going to get into any of the speculation about who did this, what kind of situation. I don't want to get into details. I find that, you know, there's no point of doing that. We'll have years and lifetimes and history classes to look back on this. But for now, for now, just, you know, if you know anybody that was there injured, you know, I, I'm sorry that if anybody has to deal with any emotional stuff. And, you know, I wish everyone speedy recoveries and... And I do wish we catch the people or persons responsible for this and and they pay the full penalty of law. And maybe some other penalties in jail once they get put into jail. You know, I don't condone ritualistic rape, but in this case, in a prison system, someone that did something like that and killed a child, you know, you know, I might I might bend and flex a little bit and, and be open to the idea of ritualistic rape. That's just me. Fucking pissed off. Oh, you already have a text. Someone's probably like, shut up. I don't want to hear you talking about this stuff. Let's see what this person has to say. Let's see what this scum sucker. Oh, okay. We have someone challenging me for a redemption match. I don't know if you're listening good, sir, as you might be. Knowing the, the timing of the message was really, really interesting. If you are not listening, I apologize. And you may be listening on a later date, Mr. John C. Riley, challenging me to the streets battle. If you're listening, you can call in. We can talk about it. You know the number, 719908509. If not, you and me can talk about this at a later date. But I'm not sure if the next game will, in fact, be streets too. You can... Oh, we didn't actually get to play Streets 2. So maybe you 
you have the game all hooked up now, so now you want to you wanna actually play the game that we aligned to play. But if you remember, part of winning the trophy, the little Buddha trophy, the crown, and all the bragging rights was the ability to pick the next game. And I already have a game picked out that, oh God, this is going to be like some awful game of tag or where I'm it and I'm stuck being it. I dropped my phone on the ground and I'm picking it up. Yeah, that's why my sound went away. If you're trying to reach me on my regular phone, I apologize as I just dropped it on the ground and the battery slid across the floor and I'm a lazy motherfucker and not getting up. Now instead of, uh, I do this on occasion, instead of coming up with pictures and stuff, I figured figured today I'll just go with uh, a bunch of silly gifts. Ooh yeah, take it, take it. And I do want to remind you again, if you are listening to this live, if I disappear quickly, I will be right back. <laughs> it's just for whatever it's worth, some days you get bad fucking bandwidth. And today is one of those days, as I just lost the connection. And, but I'm still talking, you know, I'm still talking, yeah, 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 start the broadcast. Here we go, we're starting the broadcast again. So if any of you are listening, hi, I'm back. And if you're listening to the audio, or watching, I should say, and if you're listening to the audio cast, you'd be like, why, what's all this shit? And that's part of the fun of listening to my show live. You get to deal with all the wonderful technical difficulties. And you know, I'm not going to edit that stuff out. Who wants to edit that crap out? I want to let you know how I feel. <laughs> let you know how, I, how I'm doing while the technical shit's going on, because I'm a mess with it on occasion. I'm like, oh God, panic. What do I do? Oh my God. So yeah, it's been a really interesting, needlessly bad week here in the Boston area. And so I don't want to get into all of that. We're going to just do a normal show, not talk about all the sadness that happened and dwell on that stuff. It's not that I'm against mentioning it, but I do feel that also just talking about what we usually talk about here in the issues program, silly news, uh, geek stories that are coming out in the news this week. I feel like, you know, we need to not dwell on this too much analysis paralysis, too much looking at this every single day, reading the news. Yesterday was a perfect example of it with, we're so excited to find the people responsible for this. We may be at times impeding investigations because some little thing gets leaked and, then the world was like, we caught him, yeah, and, you know, and all over the news. So if that person was to see that, maybe they would, you know, know to get the frick out of the Dodge City or know that they're still, you know, on the loose. I said I wouldn't be talking about this shit, but of course I'm doing it. I can't help it. You know, I'm analyzing it and thinking about it. But I do appreciate your cards and letters. If you consider emails, cards and letters, I'm going to I'm gonna call it that. I'm going to thank you for your cards and letters and my concern. <laughs> I'm fine, and everyone here at the Land of Esh is generally fine. Like I said, King Baby Duck probably had to deal with it a little bit more direct to home than anybody else in the whole Esh crew, but so send send your feelings and your emotions over to him because his family actually has to deal with this. Um, it is horrible, don't get me wrong, but you know I'm not emotionally traumatized that much because of this. <laughs> Trust me, what's that line in... Uh, you motherfucking terrorists, if you wanted to emotionally damage me, you would have got to me earlier. I've been emotionally damaged for a long, long time. You're not fucking with me anymore. 
I'm paranoid as is. Oh, bye. If any, oh, bye. By the way, <laughs> when I'm sick and, I'm, and I don't have my voice, it really messes with my mind because I go to talk and I don't hear my own voice coming out, so I get stuck in my head a little bit and I'm like, uh, 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 uh. And I'm already a little bit of a stutterer and a little bit of a uh, 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 uh. It's just me. I've always been that way since elementary school. Even when I'm the most eloquent I possibly could be. And I'm discussing things in a very intellectual manner and using, using words like intellectual. That isn't really an intellectual word, but it sounds good. And uh, the, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to do it. But you know what I mean. I can, I can, if I write something out, I can plan it out and sound relatively, you know, not like an idiot. Not that I'm saying you know every other word. Uh, you know, uh, you're like, totally, dude. You know, public speaking class is great for that. But, but I digress. If I try to talk when I have something on my mind, or generally when I talk, I am a bit of a stutterer. I'm a bit of a, a and I never pronounce words quite correctly. And part of that is my own fun that I have with mispronouncing words. There's some simple joy in life that I have with mispronouncing names and words as bad as humanly possible. And I'm, I think, I think if, if anything in this world, you know, I do a lot of things. I, uh, you know, go, for good or for bad, I play music, I, you know, I act, I, I perform live, sort of stand-up comedy type stuff. I do this radio show and all, or audio show. And you know what? I, I suck at all of it, you know, or I'm good or bad at all of it. It's, it's irrelevant. But what I am good at is fucking up names. I know for a fact there aren't. There, there are maybe two or three people in the world as good as me at fucking up names. Mainly because I just can't read. I never, I never learned to read. So since I've never learned how to read in my life, pronouncing words is freaking difficult. By the way, you guys are listening to the Issues Program. If you want to text in any of your issues this week, considering it's a really fucked up week, uh, please feel free to vent away at 781-990-8509, 781-990-8509. You can also call that number, and if I do not answer, leave me a voicemail, and we will play it on the show. Please, please get your calls and concerns, and we see I have a bunch of listeners right now. So some of you do it. Like I said, I'm not going to dwell on this. I'm not going to talk too much. I mean, if you people out there want to talk about the Boston situation and you have any questions or comments you want to make, feel free to leave them, like I said, in text message or call me and we can talk about it. But, but for general purposes, I just want to do a regular show. So last night, I feel like I need to talk about last night. You might be listening to person that was with me, <laughs> issues lady. You might, you might be listening to this, so you know this story already. So last night, my, uh, <laughs> last night, I, I wanted to do this without embarrassing someone. Well, well, we don't need to worry about the embarrassment factor. We've all fucked up before. How many times have you slammed your finger in a car door, cut yourself with a knife while you're doing something else, put your hand on a hot thing without even thinking about it. We all hurt ourselves on occasion. We all injure ourselves by accident without really thinking about it. So, so my lovely lady and I were hanging out watching television. When she was, she was handling a uh, coconut. Not my coconuts. She was handling a coconut. Get your mind out of the gutter, you sick fucks. Not my coconut. Coconut. 
Well, what's funny is we're about to watch Survivor, and we always talk about, you know, could you open a, you know, could you do this shit on Survivor? So she was chopping the fuck out of a coconut with a knife. Bam, 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 motherfucker, doing it. Doing it well. <laughs> Let's see if we can get any visuals of her doing this. Yeah, there she is. If you can check it out. Oh, yeah, there's her. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I warn you, if you're listening live, if we do disconnect, get disconnected temporarily, I'll be immediately back to talk to you again. So she broke the knife on the coconut while slamming the knife against the coconut. But that wasn't the problem. Then she started trying to uh, save all the excess pieces of coconut, which is understandable. It's tasty. If I was into coconut, I would be all over that. I'd be like, mm, touch me with those coconuts, baby. I want, I want them nice and clean. Give me clean. <laughs> Why am I having such bad internet signal today? It's pissing me off. Sorry. Cock tickle. That's right. Cock tickle. <laughs> if, uh, if we have some, I think we have a few people in the chat room right now. Uh, let me know if there is any, if the audio is crapalistic, other, other than my voice. <laughs> other than my voice. And yes, people listening to this on iTunes and later date, you get the live experience too. Let's pretend like we're live. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretend. So last night, as I said, she was cleaning out the excess pieces of coconut balls. My balls. Coconuts. And suddenly I hear, ah. I'm like, What's going on over there? And she had accidentally cut a vein on her finger with a serrated knife while digging into the coconut. Ouch. Yeah, ouch. So at first, um, we did what we were the smart thing, you know, apply pressure onto it, make, you know, try to try to stop the bleeding. So I my I had meetings. I was a little preoccupied, and I was a little. I really don't want to go to the hospital. So you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. You're fine. She was a bit more concerned. So finally, I took a look at it because blood kind of makes me queasy sometimes. And I looked at it, and it was just gosh. There was there was no way this was stopping until the vein was out. And I don't want to be in a position. I care about this person way too much to be in any position where I'm like, yeah, forget it. And I don't want to be that guy. And then tomorrow you, you know, you lost your finger because you ran out of blood. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that person that does that, that makes that call. Hence, <laughs> hence why, why as, I was always, as I was saying, if I was ever on the show Survivor, I, I probably have trouble making a plan. That's why leaders, I respect leaders more than anything because they make those decisions and then they go with it. Whatever freaking consequences. It's like, oh, I'm doing this. I don't care if everyone gets injured because of it. I'm still freaking doing it. Fuck yeah. America, fuck yeah. So, we, we went, we went off, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I know, the signal's bad, I'm sorry, I keep losing you guys, it is, it is bad, I can't help it, I can't help it, it's just, it's, why am I speaking, why am I speaking in that voice, oh, I am sorry, why are you talking like that, yeah, it, texter, it, um, yes, it is getting disconnected on occasion, it's because, for whatever worth, for whatever it's worth, there's a lot of uh, internet usage going on right now in the area. It happens on occasion. And I am not getting the proper bandwidth that I need. Yes, no bandwidth. <laughs> so therefore, 
occasionally I get disconnected. But this is all being recorded audio-wise, so you can listen to the audio podcast afterwards. Blah, blah, blah. The people that are listening to the, just the audio of this are probably going to they're like, okay, we get it. You're freaking getting disconnected. You don't do freaking live shows if you can get disconnected. This is the first time it's happened in months, so, so take that what you will. But so we get to the emergency room. We go. We drive up to the hospital. Get in the emergency room. And ooh, I have a call. <laughs> There's a text. We get into the emergency room and we check in pretty quickly. It's very busy there. Seems very hectic. There's lots of kids there. It's it's just a it's a freaking madhouse at the emergency room. But we go back into like that triage section. There's like a separate section for people that are bleeding. And we sit down, and right when we sit down, there's this husband and wife with a baby that are just sitting in front of us, like across the room from us. They're not really talking, but when we get in there, they immediately start doing some sort of, mm, how do we say it? Mm. Dude, I just lost internet. I know. I know I just lost internet. (laughs) King Baby Duck is the one, the one of the people listening. And yes, I keep losing bandwidth for some reason on my live show, but I'm going to keep going on and off as it goes. It happens on occasion, and it's just part of the thing. So last night, I get to the emergency room, and we're sitting there, and there's this husband and wife across from us. And both of them are looking back and forth, and they start talk. They start going into what is almost like what I can just be described as a skit you'd see in a movie where they're just almost gets described as I stop talking again (laughs) as I wait to reconnect with the live people. Yes, we're reconnecting with the live people. So yes, as I said, they go into what seems to be a pre-rehearsed skit of going back and forth and just talking crap to each other. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. And the baby starts smiling at me because kids like me. So he starts looking at me and giving me the look. You know, let me me go to the video camera for a second. Go like, sort of look. So I start playing with the kid a little bit, you know, like talking to, you know, giving them faces and stuff. And you can see that the kid has a fat lip. So I didn't really say anything about it, but the kid definitely had a fat lip. And then the parents just started talking back and forth about, hey, uh, um, friggin', <laughs> oh yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, what? Check out this week's special issue. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at random things from weeks ago. Sorry. I'm getting distracted here today. Damn, internet is distracting me. So, as I stop, and then I'm going to start again because for whatever reason that didn't work, and I'm back again. Oh, my God. This is the endlessly starting and stopping show for the live people. I apologize. Last time. This is the last time to all you live people. I am really, really sorry this is going on right now. I will keep coming back right away. So so you won't miss a thing. It will be like an, a horrible Aerosmith song. You will not miss a thing, baby. So they started talking. Oh, yeah. Are you looking at my, my kid? My wife dropped my kid on, the fi- on his face. She dropped him. And that's how he got the fat lip. So I'm thinking they're there because of the baby. They're not there because of the baby. Their other kid hit the husband in the face with a baseball bat hit him in the head with a baseball bat and he's sitting there being like yeah one kid hit me in the baseball bat my wife dropped the other kid and they're having this little exchange as I said this back and forth that as I said sort of seems like 
Yeah, yeah. Why does the show keep dropping off? Are you asking that John C. Riley over there? Can you hear me, Mr. Riley? <laughs> yep, it keeps it keeps dropping off. <laughs> I said that was the last time I would would be addressing it, but it's it's because of the damn bandwidth. I've frozen what I'm going to do. Oh, I have an idea. I have an idea. Here we go. I'm going to disconnect for one second, folks, if you're listening. I'm going to disconnect for one second, and I'll be right back. I'll be right back. You wait. So, people, now all you people that are listening, what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch my bandwidth settings, broadcast settings. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I've started the broadcast again. I apologize for the quality difference. There will be a slight quality difference right now, but I turned down my broadcast settings to low. So we should not have any more disconnections. And if you care about quality, you can listen to the replay alone. So so John, Evan, if you guys are both listening, this should do it. I should not be disconnecting anymore. <laughs> That's a promise from me to the Jews. Me to Jews. But the quality level will be a little slower. But that does mean now... Okay, thank thank you for listening. I know you have a meeting at work. So that means I can get into my silly gifts, though. <laughs> so last night, as I said, I was at the emergency. They get into this little debate back and forth, yelling at each other back and forth. Like, oh, yeah, you, you, you know, the last week, that's why, that's why you never lick my dirty cunt anymore because you know I never shower. And he's like, yeah, I don't lick that cunt because cause you don't fuck well enough and you don't suck my cock and lick my ball. And I'm not making this up. They're screaming at each other these things back and forth. I might be slightly messing around, but there were words like cunt and cock batted around a lot. This wasn't, I'm not just making these words up. These people were going back and forth loud and loud and loud to the point finally where what seemed like a little funny skit that they were doing eventually turned out to be a horrible nightmare. Of like them screaming at each other back and forth. Like, fuck you, fuck you. I'm out of here. You better get out of here. Or I'll give you another fucking black eye with another baseball bat when you get home. And then he started yelling, she dropped my kid. And he's like screaming it in the hospital. She dropped my kid. Look at the fat lip of my kid. And me and Steph are sitting there trying not to make eye contact with these people. We're about like, we're like just sitting across a friggin' waiting room from them. Like right there. I mean like right in their faces. So then eventually the nurses come over to them, the front desk, the nurse people in the emergency room. And you know those emergency room nurses, they don't take shit from anybody. They have to deal with all kinds of crap. They're some of the toughest people on the planet. You know, right up there with firemen, police officers, EMT, guys like that. The emergency room nurses are, you know, they're balls to the wall. They don't care. They really don't. So they go to this guy, excuse me, sir, miss, could you two quiet the hell down? You're, you're you know, we've got patients. We're trying to get some freaking work done. If you haven't noticed, it's busy around here tonight. And they just, and this, his wife tells her to fuck off. And she just goes, okay. And she runs out. Next thing you know it, the room, the, the, the little back, the little back triage waiting room is filled with like seven security cops surrounding this woman and being like, excuse me, miss, I think it's time you leave. And, and she's just screaming, fuck you. You better give me money for a cab right to this guy. And like, and like, and, and she's got the kid and the kid's crying at this point, you know, like screaming, crying. And she's just cursing. She has him under her arm. It's like, it's like that part in a uh, liar, liar. When, uh, when, when uh, she's just like, these are mine. You know, she's like holding on to the kids where I can't, I'm forgetting her name. The chick with the horrible, horrible voice that's married to the poker, poker player. 
I'm, I'm blanking on her name. Jennifer Tilly. Thank you. Thank you, mind, for clicking that in. So much for being a hippie freak. So, yeah, then the security guards escorted all of them out. I mean, her out. And the guy was left in there. And then the guy turned to us. He goes, oh, I bet you can't. Glad they're out of here. And then Steph got brought in because she was bleeding. She got brought in first. And this guy started freaking out, like, running around. Why haven't they taken me in? You're where the fuck? Where the fuck? Getting in my face. Why they take her in first? I'm like, I don't know. I got to go outside. I got a, me- a meeting. And fortunately, I got a text message from King Baby Duck right there. It was like, you're not picking up your phone. Get, you know, and so I'm like, okay, time to get out of here. And then, and then right as I'm about to leave, he goes up and he's like, do you know, and he, and to his defense, he asked kind of nicely, he's like, do you know how long it's going to be? And they're like, we don't know. It could be a long time, sir. And he just goes, fuck you. And like slams his hand down on the table and runs out. That was, that was my evening. (laughs) It was an exciting evening filled with plenty of fun. Ooh. We had a telephone call. I hope you left a voice message. If you, uh, if I do not answer again, please, please, uh, please call back. And if I don't answer, feel free to leave a voice message. I'll do that. I will try to. I try to answer. I had the volume turned down on the audio, so it was difficult. By the way, in case you're curious, that number seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine. So that was my amazing emergency room visit last night. Let's proceed to the first opening story. This is really exciting. I'm actually super excited for this. Yes. Okay, we have a phone call. Let's get to the phone call first. <laughs> I was just about to get into an awesome news story. Let's see. Let's answer this phone call. Keep ringing. Answer. Hello. 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 Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Please turn down your radio. Or your... Sorry. Or that's okay. I, always, I, I haven't been able to say that to anybody in a long, long time. It was kind of fun. <laughs> I'm a little whistler. Thank you for listening, good drunk sir. Uh, how are you, Mr. Mister Losing at Basketball to me every time? What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got maggots in my scrotum. Yes, we, ladies and gentlemen, we have the scrotum guy who is here. He is the guy from the hospital last night that was uh, dropped his bait, that, you know, punched his baby in the face and got hit in the balls by the baseball bat. <laughs> here you know he. how long the wait is going to be? No, sir, I do not. Fuck you! you. I'm out of here. Seriously, that was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. It wasn't good to go to the emergency room, and I'm glad, you know, uh, my my girl got her finger all patched up and everything like that. But it was worth it just to watch those fuckheads doing, you know, going through the going through the motions, man. Craziness. So, so, so let's get to this really quickly here because I got a lot of stuff I got to get to. So you want to. You don't want necessarily a rematch in uh, in Jam. You want to actually go back and do what we were originally supposed to do and play streets. That's right. Okay. Okay. Still no practice. You're not sitting there. You know. Uh, you know, training like Dolph Lundgren in uh, in in Rocky Four. You know, you're not getting injections into your fingers and stuff. No, no, no. I've actually only played a couple times since I actually got the. Uh, 
the new Xbox or the old Xbox, which was newly acquired. Excellent. Uh-huh. Excellent. See, so, see, uh, we yeah. did make the arrangement that I would pick the next game, but I, but we can go back and do that as well. I That's also right because I want a rematch. Yeah, you want a rematch. So oh, we'll get to the. Re- oh, I want. I want redemption. You need redemption. So we'll go back to basketball, but I also do at the formally make the announcement since I overheard your weeness over there. Uh, the, the, the game I challenge you to is Super Smash Brothers Melee. That's the game. Okay. I ch- Was that for Wii? Yeah, that's or, for the Wii. That's for the Wii. Actually, no, that is for the GameCube, but we can play, uh, we can play, uh, we can play Brawl or we can play the newer one. The one on, we can play either one. We can either play the GameCube version. Now, do you have it? You um, have I game? can, I can rent it. I can get it through Gamefly and, uh. And I have enough controllers and stuff like that. So so I challenge you to a little Smash Brothers on any Smash Brothers. I mean, I, I can even bring over my Nintendo 64 and play the actual Nintendo 64 version. Because I know you can probably hook that up pretty easily. Yeah, no, I can hook up anything. To yeah, I, I, have an, I have an N64 anything? as well. So, so maybe we should start out with the original. Let's maybe start out with the original. Actually, you have no chance in the original. Uh, I, I don't mean to sound egotistical, but but this this is I, I'm I'm planning. I'm pretty awesome. With I'm pretty PC awesome. I, I'm pretty. Let you know. I'm pretty awesome with Jigglypuff. You you got no Jigglypuff game. Uh, I did want to talk to you about. I posted something about this yesterday, and I don't know if you maybe got something as well. Did you get anything in the mail or an email about the EA class action settlement thing? No. Okay. No, I haven't. Basically, I haven't checked my mail in the last couple of five days. Basically, so. what it is, if you bought any version of Madden Football or FIFA, I believe it's FIFA or the uh, NHL, uh, not the NHL, the NCAA football game between in the GameCube era or the or the the past generation, the, either of the past two generations. Uh, there, there's a class action lawsuit against EA because they dropped the prices of their NFL. Uh, products when 2K was in the business and then EA bought all the rights up to the NFL so no one else could make NFL games and then they jacked the prices back up so the class action lawsuit is saying that's fucked and you you can basically get get I during the GameCube era I bought Madden every year if the class action lawsuit goes through I get $20 a game for each game I bought I'm gonna get like close to 100 bucks Really? Yeah. Nice. Seriously. Um, I remember buying um, two Maddens, but they were not on GameCube. Okay. Were they? But they, it also works if it was on PlayStation Two or the original Xbox. The deal was they had to be new, though. They could not be. They could not be used copies. And I actually bought the new versions. And this past year, I bought two new versions because we bought one for a gift for somebody. So, so, so I actually got to claim two of them. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah. awesome! Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh man, I can't, I gotta tell my little brother because my little Make brother sure. is just—he's got all those games. He could probably like the uh, the I, NCAA's. He's it, got unfo- Madden. Unfortunately, though, because I would have even made more money if they included the basketball games. This is just for. Well, let me let me get to it because I actually have it on my. Pa- I can say which games it's for specifically. Let me hear it. Yeah, let me get let me get to this. I just got to get to my uh to my to my page as I'm stalling for time. Da, 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 da. The website you can check it out at is for everybody out there www.easportslitigation.com uh, and it is for uh, Madden NFL, NCAA football or arena football games for the Xbox, Xbox 360, PlayStation 2, 3, GameCube, PC or the Wii with a release date of January 1st, 
2005 to June 21st, 2012. Your rights may be affected. So if anybody bought new versions of those games, you're possibly in line for $20.37 per game of the sixth generation, and that is of the GameCube or the PlayStation 2 PC era. Or it is only, uh, ooh, golly, it was only uh, $5.85 for the uh, for the for the PlayStation 3 or Wii or 360 versions. So I'm actually lucky that I was into, you know, I, I settled my Madden addiction last generation. You know, I got, I kind of got into why am I, bu-? you said, someone said something about this. It might have been, might have been uh, Evan posting something. Yeah, it's, it's, I suffered that. Oh my God, I'm buying the same game every year. You know, I deserve some money back. Fuck them. I bought the same game. No, like, you just stupid because you bought the same game over and over again with different rosters. Mm, so. I, I do, but you but you get into it. They they add the all slightly new features. Madden was all about for me anyways. Ooh, football. The kick is different. <laughs> the kick was never been different. But the, playing the new football games for me have always been about uh, playing with my friends. Yeah, especially my friend Nick. That me and him have a very heavy duty sports rivalry that dates back to Atari first and 10 and just playing the football game every year. He still buys the new Madden every year and every other year he'll buy me a new version, buy me a new one so I can play it against him online, but I don't purchase it and purchase it anymore. I do in fact get some of the NBA 2k games because they actually offer new content every year. They give you new superstars. You can unlock new challenge modes and they, and they update it. If anybody out there is looking for a good sports franchise, it's 2K. And I would give any money back that I have, any amount of money that I'm getting back for this class action lawsuit, if if EA can just lose the rights to the NFL so another company can make football games. I'm so fucking sick of Madden. And I'm so sick of 2K not being able to do it too because they make, right now, they're the ones making the best sports games. I know you're not probably not too into sports games, but 2K are the ones doing it right. EA can go fuck themselves. <coughs> So yeah, that's that's what I gotta say about that. Pretty so, much, pretty much, pretty much, my friend. So we're gonna get to some other news stories. You're welcome to stick around if you want, but if you have to work, I understand. I gotta work, but I will. I shall be listening and, and whatnot. So Thanks. it's uh, it's been a pleasant time. I uh, I hope to kick your ass one day. Oh no, it, it will happen. And, I'm not uh, sure. I'm not sure about this weekend, but we'll figure out, we'll figure out a time that works. Okay. Yeah. Um, also, just to give a quick shout out at Jace Down on Twitter. Yep. Our YouTube page is Jace Down Studios, or just YouTube.com. And, and also, you can slash fi- Jace Down. You can also find all the links to Jace Down Studios stuff on the issues page if you uh, go on the issues program website. Yeah. Um, on the links section, if you uh, go to Go to categories and links. You can find uh, links to all J- uh, JCR's stuff and a link to his Twitch page, a link to his YouTube page. I, by the way, I added links to all your shit. And uh, and John, uh, just to tell you already, I have reached out and it is in the works of you getting a user account. Um, I've I've put in the request and it's being processed as we speak. So as soon as possible, you will uh, you'll be up and running and writing as well on the site. Super, super duper. I said, I said, uh, and also this, um, this show, uh, <clears throat> this show called the Later Show. Oh yeah, uh, will probably be a Let's Play on Sunday evening. Oh okay, we have a couple. Of, yeah, so we're gonna be doing the show while 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 conducting the show and and asking questions and trying to create content. We're gonna be playing a game. Excellent. I will. Uh, do, me I'll and do that. I'll do my I'll do my best to try to uh try try to check it out or try to swing by or something like that to watch you guys. All right, man. Cool. I will talk to you soon, my bro. 
All right, later, bro. Later. And that is John C. Riley, writer for the Issues Program website and host of the Later Show and creator and founder of Jace Down Studios, which is allowing you. which is allowing all us people on the Oh, I was talking nice about you. I should have hung up on you first. In t- which is helping us all us people <laughs> on the land of Ash produce some amazing video content and uh, and of course John is will always forever be raped by the Issues Program as well. So Yes. <laughs> yes. Talk to you later, bro. I mean, bye. Bye. Sorry, sorry. As as you know, I know some of you guys love the man love. So uh, JCR and I were just uh, you know touching each other's twitters, <laughs> dancing, dancing in the dancing by the dancing in the pale moonlight, dancing with the devils by the pale moonlight. Okay, that I can I can say it. It's funny as I talk a little bit more. Um, I'm sort sort of working through my uh, my laryngitis voice. Mm. Still not back to 100%, but I should be back. I'll definitely be back to 100% next week. And I feel like an idiot because of all the disconnections I was having at the beginning. Oh, wow. I, I've, I've just I've kept that Mario thing on there the whole time. Um, because it seemed to work perfectly fine if I switch it down to lower bandwidth. So uh, I'll know to do that in the future. But what I meant to say, and let's get back to my story that I was about to talk about before JCR called in. Let's get to it. <laughs> La, la. I want the world to Nintendo announced Wednesday that it keeps giving the 3DS all the love and the Wii U is being held back. No. What I'm hoping is all this stuff, they Nintendo is getting all the 3DS information, which is awesome information we're going to get to here right away. But what they're doing is they're holding back a lot of the Nintendo, inf- uh, the Wii U information for E3. Uh, I don't know if Evan is listening to. Oh, we've got some messages here. Oh, we've got uh, Evan says MVP uh, King Baby Duck says MVP Baseball 2005 was the best baseball game ever made. The only game EA ever got right was their baseball series. Um, this is what I'll say about that. Uh, I agree with you 100%. 2005 might be one of the best uh, sports games ever made. I would say it's up there with 2K10 through 12 right now and 13 of being some of the best sports games ever made. Uh, the, the thing I'll say about EA, as, as, as feng shui as it is to be able to rag on them now about stuff they've done in recent years sports games-wise, I'm not – take everything else out of, out of there. I'm just talking sports games. In the Genesis age, they were the best. Uh, NBA Live, the NBA Live games up until the mid-2000s, maybe even a little bit before that, up until 99-ish around there, were the, were, some, were the best basketball games around. They were. And Madden was awesome for a long, long time. It's just, it's stale. And in this day and age... How can you not just release a Madden every five years and everything else is roster updates? It just should be that. You, I would happily spend $10, $15 a year. I would do it. I mean, I'm not as big of a sports gamer as JCR King is. Uh, Blue, might, Blue might be a little bit, uh, Rich Bluonic, maybe a little bit more of a sports fan uh, than, than you guys. He might be a little bit more with me. or just, And I, a couple other people I know that are like, you know, like my friend Nick and I mean, I am a sports game fan. I come from baseball stars and, like I said, first and ten for Atari and home run for Atari and and Tecmo Bowl being the games that my 
that I've spent so much time with. I created a whole role-playing universe around Tech Mobile where I named every guy in the team and I labeled a G.I. Joe as each guy and had interactions with them. You know, I did the same thing with Baseball Stars where the first game you could really create players. I create storylines. I used to invite friends over and I'd make all... And I, I should I should make video copies of it. I should redo things like this just for fun. I used to we'd play NBA Live or NBA Jam or whatever the different ga- it was NBA Live at the time, and and we'd make our players make rosters teams with Flea and Trey from Fish and Flavor Flav and Tony Spaz and Tupac and everything all on the basketball teams. And I do play by play and create like a you know a backstory to the whole universe. I I love sports games, but. I would buy that, but what Madden puts out every year isn't a real update. They just repackage it, and they alternate years with features. You know, oh, we'll add this feature this year. We'll eliminate this feature this year. It's just back and forth and back and forth all around the Wibbery bush. The monkey chases my beaver. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. For whatever, I don't know. I know that wasn't that funny, but it just... I have too much fun doing this show. I have too much fun with all my friends and family and, and everything else. You guys all you guys all make this fun for me to do it. And uh and uh I'm, I couldn't be happier with a bunch of podcasting friends with the Boston Bass Brigade and Landa Ash crew and, and John C. Riley as as my uh heterosexual partner in crime. H- heterosexual lover? Does it does that work? Since we don't actually have sex, but uh, I guess it could work. But I mean Things could get different, you know, if we both were single, you know, you know, parties might happen. I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I, again, I'm having too good of a time this week, folks. For someone that's feeling sick, I need to say, be coming out here and uh, talking to you, to a group of you, and I see that I have, a, I have a bunch of people listening in the chat room, and then I have a few other people that are texting me and emailing me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm drunk. Ugh. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. But I just burped. <laughs> so, by the way, any anybody else? Anybody else? <laughs> Let's get to uh, my story. I actually had a story here before I went on that rant about sports games again. And Nintendo announced Wednesday that it will be releasing a boatload of new games on its 3DS handheld console. Not only will there be a host of new Super Mario Brothers spinoffs, but the game makers also launching a... Not remakes, sequel, Yoshi's Island, a Donkey, Kong, a Donkey Kong Country, and Legend of Zelda series. Based on games Nintendo is choosing to release, it seems the company is tipping its hat to the Game Boy of the 90s, but tossing in a modern 3D twist. Nintendo 3DS and Wii U continue to evolve into some of the best in bets in gaming. Nintendo of America, Reggie... Fiza May said in a statement, We have an incredible 2013 so far with such titles as Fire Emblem Awakenings and Luigi Mansion's Dark Moon. And the rest of 2013 is beyond, is be, and beyond is even better. Now, I stalled there for a second because I got excited. Because right now, I'm trying to play some other games and I'm trying to look at a bunch of games for reviewing purposes. But... I got Fire Emblem <laughs> Awakenings, and I can't stop playing it. And I can't look at it as a as a game that I'm trying to review. I I can't. I it 
I'm such a little kid playing it when I'm when I'm getting into it. It's so emotional for me. I've always been connected to the Fire Emblem series. And even before I knew that much of the Fire Emblem series, I was into a game series called Shining Force. Some of you might not know what Shining Force is because of any recent makings or versions of Shining Force were never as beautiful or wonderful as the first couple, Shining Force and Shining Force 2 on uh, Sega Saturn. Or was Shining Force 3 on Sega? I might be 1, 2, and 3. One and two might have been on the Genesis, and then three was. I, but I, but there were like PlayStation versions of it or Xbox versions of it, and I remember and I played those and they sucked. But it's the same concept. You get sort of a chessboard of your characters and you move them out, and and each player has a different different way of moving. But where 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 Fire Emblem comes in that really becomes emotional is you have. You have the option in the new one to turn this on or off, but in most Fire Emblem games, and I've kept this on in this version as well, if your players die in the game, they're gone. You have to restart or launch an older save point, and it's not easy to just save anywhere. Now it is with the new version. Again, you can you can put put a setting in the options menu to you know save anytime, whatever. But the original game, and the way I'm playing it again, is it's emotional because you care about your characters. Your character dies. You're like, oh. I've been so much time building it up, and he's gonna marry her. And it's 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 a real emotional game. So I'm not gonna necessarily write a review of it, but my review of Fire Emblem Awakenings is it is so beautiful. It's amazing. I love it. One of the best 3D evaluations of the 3DS so far, with some of the things with with some of the floating, but definitely pop out 3D. Fire Emblem. Awakening, great game that I've get I get very maybe too emotional about. <laughs> it's just a game, Phil. Don't worry, man. Don't worry, man. You just get drunk. It's just a game. Oh yes, it's just like a giraffe ripping into some shit. So Nintendo 3DS and Wii U continue to evolve into the best bets. Yeah, we said that. Nintendo 3DS is the company's handout. Yeah, we know that. Legend of Zelda series originally launched in 1986. And Link to the Past in 1992. This is the game I'm the most excited about. Let's get through all this shit. The real thing I care about here is the fact that they're making a sequel or a continuation. I'm not sure. They're calling it kind of a sequel, but I don't know if they're calling it that to differentiate it from saying it's a remake. It is not a remake of Ocarina of Time. It's not like what's coming out with Wind Waker for the Wii U, like a high-definition version of uh, Wind Waker. This is a game that's going to use elements of 3D and 2D. And if you're curious how that's going to work, again, hence, look at a game like Fire Emblem. It, and Super Mario Bros. 3D to some extent, as like sort of like that three-quarter view. I have a feeling there will be a lot of that as well. Are making a game in the style of Link to the Past. <sighs> a lot of people... A lot of people love Ocarina of Time as the greatest Zelda game, maybe the greatest game of all time. Yeah, uh the Ocarina is fun. It may be one of my favorite video games of all time. It may even, I would argue, being one of the most influential video games of all time in the way that it developed a 3D environment of a world that seems alive even now when I play it. But it's not my favorite Zelda it's probably number four, but I don't want to get into that now because that should be a video onto its own of me talking about what my favorite top five or top seven Zeldas are. But my point is it's not 
my number one. It's not in my top three for a lot of reasons. But I love it. Spoiler alert. If you watch my, if you want to watch a top 10 list that I do in the future that I've never done it. So is it a spoiler for something I haven't? No, oh, whatever. Link to the Past is. Definitely is. So another game in that vibe. I personally, as much as I love the 3D Zeldas, I do. I think they're amazing. I think pretty much every single one of them is an amazing game, with maybe the exception of Twilight Princess, but I don't know if that's because of overhype. But. I had fun playing Twilight Princess. It just didn't give me the same level of immersion that all the other games have. They definitely fixed that in Skyward Sword, which was a great game as well. But Twilight Princess is probably the only game that I wouldn't put anywhere on a top anything list for me. And where I sort of felt like the 3D environment thing was stale. The the game felt a little dated and stale. But that overtop view, the look down view, and the three quarter view... To me, that is Zelda. Zelda isn't a 3D environment game. It it got adapted into that. But at its core, what it is, is that overhead view. Looking almost like a Pokemon game or something like that. But not, obviously not. But you know what I'm talking about. Those of you that are maybe too young and don't know what I'm talking about. It looks like a Pokemon game. Go out if you have not played Link to the Past. Shut me off right now. Get off here. Unless you're old and you just haven't played it. But if you're some kid that's obsessed with Zelda, go and play it. And don't expect it to be some 3D superhero motherfucker. It's going to be hard. And strong and thick. (laughs) So take it. Take it. And like it. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, yes. Okay, we have... Someone had a pretty funny thing happen to them last night. They were talking video games with some dude, and he was like, I remember when games didn't suck back when I was a kid, and it was all about fun. Kids these days are annoying and will never know the great classic games. He was 24 years old. Do you know what pisses me off worse than... <laughs> Thank you, JCR. What pisses me off worse than... Worse than people that... <laughs> Have no respect for the past. People that live too much in the past, even though he's 24 years old. But what was he talking about? He's talking about like N64 games probably, right? I think just like there's assholes of every race, creed, sex, religion out there, and there's great people of every sex, race, religion out there, there's good games in every generation and there's shitty games in every generation. What I do agree with in some cases, adventure games or role-playing games these days tend to hold your hand a little bit in the way that the old games didn't, in the way that most games have some sort of, oh, I'm blanking on what they're called right now, but a, not a demo, a, you know, a starting level where you, I'm blanking on that word that I can't think of right now, but something where you can learn all the moves that you're doing in the game before you start playing the game. God damn, some, some words bother me. So, but, and, and you learn how everything works back in like Contra or something like that. You just got dropped in. People are shooting at you and you're dead. You got three lives. You're fucked. You're dead. You're gone. But it's true. I mean, plus everybody just to go why the 24 year old thing. Everybody's nostalgic for their own childhood when it comes down to it. 
You know, I Pac-Man. I remember the first time I played Pac-Man. Pac-Man. <laughs> it was like the greatest thing in the world. The first time I played Super Mario Brothers 3. It seemed like the hugest, most huge universe I've ever been in. Or or friggin' River City Ransom on how big and epic and how many things there seemed to be able to do in that world. I loved it. <laughs> so we're all nostalgic for the past in our own ways. But the truth of the matter is, like I said, there's shit in every generation and there's good stuff and great gems in every generation. I've, I have some friends that refuse, refuse to play video games these days. They're just like, oh, fuck it. I won't play. I only, I still play my Genesis. I still, I still play my freaking Genesis all the time. Good, I still play Genesis games too. But guess what? I still play Arkham City because it's fucking awesome. You think I'm going to not play that game? You think I'm not going to friggin' be Batman and run around the city and beat the shit out of people? Come on, you're out of your fucking mind if I'm not going to play Bioshock Infinite. I'm not going to play fucking, you know, like, Uncharted. I'm not, I'm, get the hell out of my face. You know, like, you're an idiot. And I'm an old school gamer. I I personally love, probably love, if I ranked my top 100 games of all time, I'm big in all time things tonight, but it, today. But if I ranked it, most of them probably would be old games. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, Legend of, original Legend of Zelda, all sorts of stuff like that. <laughs> hey, well, welcome back, man. Tutorial. T -t thank you. Fuck you. T -t thank you and fuck you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Fuck you. I love my producer. He's such a he's such a beautiful human being. Fuck him. Fucking tutorial. Yes, tutorial. Why couldn't I think of that word? Because I think that they're stupid. No, I, I think all tutorials should be optional. And most of them are. You can skip most of them. But you do sometimes get story points in them that you need for further perseverance in the game. But again, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, Original Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers 3, Super Mario Bros. World, Batman, Arkham City. Oh, God. I, I just, to, just to say that I'm not, I'm, there's so many new games that I'm just flashing through that I love so much that I, that I can't even begin to, you know, the new Walking Dead game, not the survival instinct, the, you know, the Telltale tale game. The original King's Quest. I mean, if, if you see what I'm doing here, I'm not just naming old games. The new Fire Emblem game that I'm playing on the 3DS. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3D for the 3DS. All those games are my favorite games of all time. Some of them. They're all over the place. Super Smash Brothers every generation. <laughs> but I might like the original for 64 better. Everyone can look back in the day and be like, it was better. But come on. When it comes down to it, not all old people are bad drivers. Not all Jews are good with money. Look, I'm not good with money. I suck with money. But some are. Some are bad. Some games of, you know, the Atari age sucked. I'm sorry. E you know, it gets oversaid, but E.T. sucked. But forget E.T. for a second because that's universally everyone knows it sucked. The Indiana Jones game for the Atari. Eight fucking was dog shit. I might like Home Run for the Atari back in the day, but sports games did not get good till the NES era. You know, uh, MLB Baseball, Baseball Stars, Tecmo Bowl, they all changed it from Nintendo Baseball to when it evolved into that next generation. Sports games sucked in the Atari age. I played them, but they sucked. Sorry. They keep getting better for the most part. I mean, 
Some can argue, like King Baby Doc argued, that uh, MLB 2005 was the peak of it, which could be definitely argued. Uh, some people could say that the, you know, that this year specifically got it right. You know, Madden 2010 was the best Madden game ever. You know, or or I think that, you know, the last three 2K games, NBA games, have been some of the best. When I can create a player, have him go to a press conference and tell everybody at the press conference in a Knights of the Old Republic sort of way that they're all, all a bunch of assholes and just be the cockiest prick and then go on the court and show off and, you know, and then see my picture on on uh, on posters and on billboards. I used to love that. I love that game that it's actually an EA game, I think. It was, uh, oh God, it was. Lawrence Taylor was uh, on the cover of it. It was a football game that was out, and it was all about you didn't actually really play football, and it was all about the all the extra stuff, like you could do drugs in it and stuff. <laughs> you could do all this horrible shit, you know. Oh God, I loved it. I kind of I always wish they'd remake that game in some way. <laughs> it's so it was it is so, it is so bad. I'm never gonna forget the word tutorial ever in my life, you know. Never will I ever do it again. Where are we doing for time? Oh, we're reach. I I I haven't even gotten to half the shit I want to say, and we're almost out of time. Yeah, <laughs> almost out of time. So it. I guess I should get into some sort of lightning round here, where I get all these people jumping into a hole. I should have waited to put that picture up, but let's get to some other news stories here real quick before I before I let you go. I don't want to. Don't want this to go on too long. I don't mind being a little over an hour, but. But need to protect my space. <laughs> no one wants to listen to somebody too long. Or me. I, I mean, I want to talk. I'm going to go and start talking to my cats after I'm done. I obviously have a lot to say today. <laughs> uh, at Cinema CinemaCon on Wednesday, Walt Disney Studios chairman said the company plans to release three Star Wars films by the end of the decade. One in 2015, 17, and 19. In between those movies, we expect to have pictures derived from that universe. And this is where they get into, you're going to have a Yoda movie, you're going to have a Han Solo movie, and all sorts of things like that. As I said... I might be in the minority here, but I'm really excited about all this Star Wars stuff. Excuse me. I think a young Han Solo movie, only if they cast it right, would be awesome. And having him sort of cameo at the end. And I also think a Star Wars movie set in the future, Episode 7, 50 years after the events of uh, Return of the Jedi or something like that could work very well as well. I don't see what this problem and what this obsession in our country is. I mean, maybe as I get older, I start feeling this way. But of Everybody has to be young all the time in movies and stuff. Harrison Ford is still a good actor. Last time I checked. Mark Hamill is still funny as a bastard and still would probably add even a lot more humor and levity and, and enjoyment to the character of Luke. What was I've talked about this at length the last couple of weeks, and I'll say it again. What was wrong with the Star Wars movies had nothing to do, had everything to do with the acting and the directing. It had nothing to do with the fact of, you know, the story sucked too. Everything sucked. But my point is... <laughs> What was missing from the original movies also was the actors. I mean, I think some of the work, some of the material is probably crappy in the original one, but you had people challenging George Lucas. Someone like Han Solo, Harrison Ford there, we get into arguments with Lucas about how it doesn't feel natural. And you could you hear Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and all those people talking about that. But at the time, they felt like they were on the same level as Lucas, so they could argue with him. 
all the people, except for someone like Ian McGregor, who just is a self-motivator. He doesn't need a director, which is why he gave the best performance in all of the prequel movies in the last two films as Obi-Wan. Maybe not so much in the first one, where Liam Neeson gave a great performance for the same reason. But the rest of the actors, you almost feel like they probably kissed Lucas's ass too much, and they didn't challenge him. An actor-director relationship needs to be one of challenging. Unless the director is just one of these, like, god directors that knows everything and always has an answer. Someone like Martin Scorsese where he can just be like, oh, you did this, you did this, blah, 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 blah. And they know it. Lucas isn't like that. Lucas is annoyed by that stuff. He doesn't want to talk to actors. He doesn't want to coddle actors. He's like, fuck that. I'm not. That's not me. You know, that's just the kind of asshole he is. <laughs> so I'm excited to have the old actors back. Do I want Mark Hamill and George and uh, Harrison Ford to be set out to pasture? Don't ever let those guys act again. Fuck that. If Sean Connery could act again because he was healthy enough, I'd still like to see him in movies. He was still pretty good in the movie The Rock. He was still good in movies like Family Business when he was older and everything like that. I like George Burns movies until he passed away. Who cares? You know, like, oh, freaking can't put William Shatner in Star Wars, Star Trek movies because he's too old and fat. I want to see a fat and old freaking Kirk. Freaking professional athletes play until they're 70 years old and they're old and fat. Why can't I see Shatner? Why do I have to see some young, sexy Chris Pine? Not that I have anything against these new prequels. I'm going out to see the freaking movie on my fucking birthday when it comes out on May 17th, but. <laughs> but, but that's not the hell than that. I don't even know what kind of accent that was. Stadium events is one of the only holy grails in uh, one of the holy grails in video game collectors. Not because the old school Nintendo cartridge is so much fun to play. Trust me, it sucked. I actually had it. I feel like an idiot. I had stadium games and games, and I had that pad thing that they had the dance, the pre, the precursor to the Dance Dance Revolution thing. But because the game's rarity makes it worth a small fortune, one lucky woman found a copy in a North Carolina Goodwill store and purchased it for $7.99. The estimated value, according to Gamer Blog, could be as high as $15,000. Score one for bargain hunters. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, she said when he blurted when they showed him the box. She knew exactly what she had. She told, uh, she told the news report she showed it to him after uh, presenting some commons like 10-yard fight and karate kid. And she picked it up and looked at it like 10 times. She was like, 15000 Wow. The highest copy sold for 41000 on eBay. What the fuck? Why did I get rid of that game? Why did I break on? What, what happened to that? What happened to my old Nintendo game? Suddenly my head goes to that. And I'm like, can I go to my old house? And maybe I buried it in the backyard. <laughs> Jesus Christ, $15,000. That just makes me sick. It makes me freaking sick. All the little things. I was a little spoil, spoiled runt at times in my childhood. I dealt with some shit in my childhood, no doubt. But I was spoiled when it came to toys. And I had the. I had three things. This is the third. This just being the third. But I had two other things in my childhood that probably would be worth a great bit of money these days. One was the original Omnibot. Um, probably wouldn't be worth too much. I looked online. It's probably worth a couple hundred dollars. Not as much as I thought. But uh, but probably would wouldn't be cheap. And the main thing that would be worth tons of money if I still had it, the PXL two thousand. In elementary school, right away when I was in elementary school, I knew I wanted to make videos. 
I didn't know what kind of videos I wanted to make. I knew I wanted to make little funny, silly videos with my cousins and my friends. And, and I asked for a little video camera. And no, they weren't giving me a video camera. I was not getting a video camera. And then, like the gods opened up and told me something, the, uh, Fisher Price came out with a little Fisher Price video camera that played on audio cassette tapes. And it came with an audio cassette tape you could record on. Hanukkah was coming. I begged, I begged, I begged. I had that, and it came with a little television that you could replay and watch it. I actually brought it to show, show and tell one day. Made all these videos with my fr- with my cousins, these uh, fake drug PSAs. There was this one, hey, Carlos, how about some lose, lose, lose? They make you feel good, feel good, feel good. No man, no man, no man. Craig and I would just do that over and over again. Uh, brought it to school, you know, had, you know, brought the show and tell, all this bunch of stuff. The problem came when if after you recorded on the cassette tape over and over again too long, it the the quality level went down so low and you would have to get a new cassette for it. Fisher Price at the time it was a much different era. They didn't sell just the cassette tapes at stores. You couldn't order it online either, obviously. There was no internet or no public internet right then at that point. ARPANET was still going on. It was going on probably, but but radio they told you that it was chromium dioxide tapes. So I went to Radio Shack to get a chromium dioxide tape, whatever the hell that was, and I got one, and it didn't really work. Nothing, I mean, it worked kind of. You could almost see the image, but no tape worked as well as the one that Fisher-Price actually sold with it. So because of that, the thing just kind of sat around for a while, and, and during my you know, break-everything teen years, it, it just somehow got destroyed got you know thrown in the bottom of a raped by a bunch of ninja turtles or something i don't know and and those are two things that would be worth a lot of money that i had not to mention having having the goodwill games there whatever that game is the uh fuck stadium games stadium events for the nintendo entertainment system which i did get used i didn't buy that game new Got that game. I actually did get that game used from a friend that hated it, and he traded me that for what did I have? I had one of those the original Atari Lynx or something. It was called. It was a it was a handheld Atari system. Because I thought you know because I was an Atari kid, it took me a while to go over to Nintendo. And I was like, eh, I'm gonna stick with the, the 7800 instead of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> that did me pretty well. So let's get into some lightning round stuff, you know, so we can get through some fun here. Let's do it. Turn down the music. Turn down the music, Miles. Turn. That's that's nice and quiet. Now, Ozzy Osbourne has revealed that he had a relapse into drugs and alcohol. So when so Ozzy unrelapsed, so unlapsed. So we, at what point did Ozzy become drugged up again? I think that's the fun part of this. It's it's figuring out where. Uh, where and when Ozzy was uh, started to become a drunk again? Did, could I have seen him live drunk? <laughs> Bradley Cooper might be one of the sexiest men alive, but he does live with his mummy. Good. I mean, if I was one, if I was the sexiest man alive, and I was dealing with all sorts of press bullshit, I'd probably want to live with my mum too. Forget women. A kid's version of the voice is coming out in the works. I was waiting for something like this when we were kids. You had putting on the li- the lips, or whatever it was. It was that lip syncing show or something? And then you had a kid's version of it. There was kid's star search and regular star search. Mm. 
Excuse me. I always wonder why they didn't have, like, Kids American Idol or something. And I think it would be better, considering putting these kids up against adults sometimes causes them to break down and cry, hence Rachel Crow last year in The X Factor. Yes, I am a reality show junkie. And I'm going to start doing podcasts after reality shows starting next year, too. So, meh. <laughs> Because I want to talk about them. And I'm sure there's some people out there that might want to listen. Not everybody, but some people. And as I did mention, we will be doing Breaking Bad post-episode uh, podcasts as well. Starting this summer. To start our TV post-commentaries. Blah, blah, blah. Now, congratulations. New Zealand became the 13th nation in the world. And the first in the Asia-Pacific region to legalize gay marriage. Congratulations. The world should wake up. And everywhere should... Legalize gay unions. Why the fuck not? <laughs> I still don't get it. Today marks the 100th anniver- 107th anniversary of the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. This might have been yesterday, so it's an anniversary. Lady Godiver of Walmart, a 28-year-old woman, Jessica Lynn Wetcamp. Oh, I get wet camp when I think about her. Allegedly walked into a Walmart in the town of Shipsburg and dropped off all her clothing. Cops said she walked through the aisles naked for a while and smashed $350 worth of merchandise. She was arrested as she tried to exit the store, but she's hot, so she'll get off. Now, here's a couple of surveys. In March, uh, March found out that 62% of people are... 50, in 58. Sorry, 62% of women and 58% of uh, women... Strike that, reverse it. 62% of men and 58% of women kill time with social media at work. No shit. And found that 51% of men said they use social media while drunk, compared to only 41% of women. I guess they're not admitting it. Because every bar I'm out to, women are on fucking their phones all the time, so each one of them are lying sons of bitches. (laughs) And any of the guys that are saying it, everyone looks at, unless you just don't drink. I don't care. I don't care. Why Why'd you put this story here, Ma? I ain't sorry, Finn. Everyone's so obsessed with the social media. I know they are. They want to blame it on this or blame it on this or talk about it this way. It's just a portal to connecting. Do you know what? I still talk to people. Guess guess what I did last night? I had a phone call with four of my friends. Three of my friends. <laughs> guess what I do all the time? I have friends come over and play. Ooh. <laughs> This videotape proof of it, me going over to John's house and playing. A lot of people might be like, why do you guys do positive? We do this because we want human interaction. We use social media to promote our shows because we want people to listen. We're not one of these people that live and communicate through it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But it's not but the people that say that, you know, the people that go, oh, I fucking hate Facebook, it sucks. You guys people are all evil. This you know, make the comments better. Usually the people that are on it all the time posting all their intimate life details, not the ones that are using it for humor purposes or uh, promotional purposes, which is what it really Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> wow, the US post office loses twenty five million dollars a day. That's a lot. 15-year-old shot his parents because they wanted him to do chores. I guess that is the world we world we live in. Another perv went into Walmart. Uh, this one scratched himself, and it popped out. A South Carolina man was taken to jail after Walmart shoppers accused him of exposing himself. Two female shoppers told the police that a 36-year-old man showed his balls. <laughs> okay, he showed his balls. So let's get into some final issues here, because we're running long. And I don't want to split this into two shows. Now, uh, 
The bit is a children's book saying "Go to fuck to sleep." Well, it's gonna make be a movie of "Go to fuck to sleep." Speaking of John Madden football, Pat Summerall died yesterday at 82. Sad. Uh, someone sent poisonous letters to Obama and to a senator. It's it's a weird 36 to 72 hours in the world right now. Just been bad karma and bad mojo going on. Not just that, Macaulay Culkin went bonkers and attacked a paparazzi. Holy sh Holy shit. <laughs> I think my cat just fell over in a pizza box. You okay? <laughs> what? Your cat fell over in a pizza box? Yep. That's what I said. What else do we got? We got anything else? Okay, final issue, folks. A pig has become a local celebrity in Queensland, Australia. A five-month-year-old miniature pig named Ziggy Piggy doesn't seem interested in farm life. What a pig! The porker can be usually hanging out on the beach with his owner, Jan Leader, or they can be spotted sipping cappuccinos at the local coffee shop. The owner says uh, they don't seem to mind since Ziggy is trained to use a toilet. She takes him everywhere he goes. So not only... Can this pig drink cappuccino? Not only can the pig use the bathroom for proof that Animal Farm is coming to life. Oh, what a pig. <laughs> Babe. There's so much, there's so many horrible references I can make here. But he named the pig after the ice cream treat or what they call <laughs> a Napoleon in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Ziggy Piggy, Ziggy Piggy. And I'm going to choose to believe that that's why they named them that. Because of after Bill and Ted. Sounds good to me. Anyways, my friends, thank you so much for listening to this week's Issues program. I'm Phil the Issues Guy. You can call, text 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to 781-990-8509. Please check out my website, issuesprogram.com, for all news articles, video links, links to podcasts of myself, and soon to be the writing and ramblings as well of John C. Riley as well. You can find lots of lots of links to him and all my friends in the Boston Bass Brigade and Landa Vesh are all there in my links section, so look for that. Go to my pages and you'll be able to see link. You'll be able to see Link the Hero of Time, where he'll direct you to the other people's websites. But no, you can follow me at Twitter at I Got Issues Man. Find me on Facebook if you search The Issues Guy. As I said, check out my friends, the Boston Bastard Brigade, the Landa Ash Geek Argo, and listen on Sundays to John C. Riley and Matt Gorsica for the later show, which is around 7. And you can find that on John's Twitch page, which again, you can find if you search the website. <laughs> Or, or become a, f a friend of Jace Down Studios on Facebook. So again, thank you everybody. My friends in Massachusetts, any of my friends and family that are dealing with anything, you know, close to any connection to what happened in Boston, take care of yourself over this week and over this time and stay safe, but don't let it stop you from doing shit. Good night, everybody. Have a good week. Love you. So I'm not going anywhere yet. I'm still here, if you're listening. Let me stop my broadcast. Oh, no. Stop my recording. That's what I'm doing. I'm stopping my recording. <laughs> In a second here. Stop.